I don't want to get into it. And ain't nobody gonna stop me. Front yard both times. <laughs> Fucking bath towel boy over here. <laughs> Here's the thing, uh, me and P went out the weekend, you know, and uh, I think we go over. I think we just overheard this dude uh, actually, you know, just chitting on this girl, whatever. And he was just saying, like, I want to say he asked for a Snapchat, and we, we both just laughed. Like, this is the world that it's coming to now. Like, you know, ask for a number uh-huh. now, none of that. It's like, oh, can I get your Snapchat? And we're both like, wait, huh, what? What do you mean? <laughs> like, that's a thing now, you know, or your Instagram or whatever. Like, it's no longer your number. I mean, it is for people older, I guess, but that's like a thing now. And older people but, get offended by it. Yeah, because we had to ask for a phone number and call that phone number and had the risk of their dad answering the phone <laughs> yeah. and you on their landline. <laughs> on their landline. And just like, oh, this is who I am. I'm looking for Jessica. Jessica, your boyfriend's on the phone. Oh, yeah. Or why are you calling Jessica? Because she told me to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. You asked Jessica. I don't know. But that's a fear that they never have to go through. But you all know. That phone call to the house line that was just like, a, oh, shit. You had that number written down, so you had to look at it and made sure you dialed everything incorrectly. And then you dialed it, and then it was just like, oh, okay. You hear the phone line ring, and it's like, okay, yep. yeah, I, I got my script ready to go. I know what I'm going to say. Yep. Only if it's her answering. But yeah. you all, if someone else answered the phone, you answered respectfully yeah. like hello yeah is, is uh jessica there yeah who's calling um this is josh from blah 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 like okay and you were happy to hear the mom answer i'll tell you that much yeah. when the yeah. dad answered it was uh i have to be ready to go through the gauntlet yeah why do you want her why do you want to talk to her well then you didn't put her on the phone let me ask hey, this Pug, what, what, before you age? ask a question, maybe start us off a little, you know, all right, all right. or get into it and then ask a question, but you know, get us started. Yeah. It's a good, good topic. Yeah, the OG crew here's tonight, and we're talking girls asking guys out, and the scenario that it, it builds, the weirdness of just even asking people out, and then why girls asking guys out is so underrated. Like, it's it it's something that can just be such a weightlifting thing for guys and i don't think you know times are changing nowadays and there's like you you even take it like proposing right and that whole thing and like there's a little bit more conversation of women proposing to men and blah 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 but the weight lifted from a girl asking a guy out is mind-boggling and we obviously already kind of diving into it. And I want to start off with let's let's take this like age by age, right? Like let's maybe dissect this. Like when you're even prior to dating, like I could think back and like I call it grade school, like we're from different areas. It that's basically first grade through eighth grade, right? And we start to get interested in girls and 
how you approach them at that. Like I'm not going out on a date, right? I'm, I might meet them at the movies or something like that, but I wasn't going out on date dates, but just even how you talk to a girl or how they talk to you when you knew that, that you liked each other versus high school when you had the freedom to drive versus college versus, you know, after the fact. So P I want to ask you with the scenario you were just giving, right? What age are you referring to? Um, so that age in particular, it was right around the probably 13, okay. 14 year old. Okay. That's what I was thinking because I'm like, dude, by the time I was in my rule when I was a kid was I didn't get a cell phone until I could drive, but I worked and bought my own cell phone at 15 because my friends had it at 15 because I was wondering, I was like, well, by that time I ain't calling nobody's house. Like I'm T nine in that girl or calling her and T nine is not a sexual <laughs> term. Oh, <laughs> Bring it back. Bro. Bring it back. What a, what a swift text. Innuendos. Way younger than me. <laughs> T nine is not a sexual term. It's a form of texting that you can look up in your history books next week in ma- or history class. Yeah. But that, that was my question. I'm yeah. like, dude, I, I don't remember calling someone's house, like a girl's house, and having to talk to their mom or dad. Like, yeah. I was super lucky that my grade school years, there was like four or five of my good buddies that lived in my subdivision. And then literally from my bedroom, I could see my other good friend, which was a girl, still good friends with her to today. Um, Hello. Watch me. Yeah, she she lives right down the street from me. They Girl had like these eight or eight or nine girls that all hung out together, and they were friends with my my buddies. So what we would do is, my buddy or I would have the guys spend the night. She would have the girls spend the night. We'd like hang out, and like parents were cool with it and whatever. So like we were never calling each other's houses. I was just like, Hey, Lauren, like you have anybody spend the night this week? This weekend, like I'll have so and so, you know, like it was just like yeah. a like a yeah, teamwork I'm, effort. I'm at Joe's I, I house. You right there. Yeah, I'll yeah. T9. I, I, uh, I wasn't I wasn't T9 at that point. Oh. She was she was cool. She had two <laughs> phone lines. And I was oh, like, oh, oh god damn. Talking about like I know the call. Lord yeah. is rich. Yeah, I thought Kevin oh, Gates yeah. was cool with a plug and a hose, but but no, not two landlines not. keep her tuned. Oh, folks. yeah. And the second one was dedicated to her and her two siblings. Yeah. Oh, well, my second one was dedicated to my internet. No, yeah, I had, dude, I had yeah. fucking dial up, bro. Dial up. We all had dial up, bro. That's AIM. all we had. That's what I didn't do. I didn't call them because I went on AIM. Yeah. Instant message was sick. Dude. I mean, that's the only way to work your AIM is starting off with yep. AIM. You start off with good aim, you have good you have aim good throughout yep. your life. Yeah, good aim. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Body. I missed yeah. opportunity there. Oh, you had I know. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. old. I'm getting old. You yeah. let them to water, and then you just fucking throat punch them. Yeah. yeah. You got ate by a crocodile. Yeah. And also, if you're wondering what T9 is, just take your iPhone out or your Samsung, go to the keypad, and then look at the little tiny letters underneath the numbers and then just uh picture texting like that so boom. it's almost like mindlessly texting <laughs> like worst, and, worst, worst, yeah, worst description is pretty bad 
I thought it was actually really good though. If you I go to your that. iPhone right now, there's going to be no, no. Let me go to this because I actually don't know. Yeah, you and go to your keypad. Right. Hold on. Hold How on. you dial? There's no numbers number. under there. It's like a no, legit letters. keyboard. No. Yes. If you go to, if you push the phone icon on your iPhone, and then you click the keypad at, at the bottom, it'll pull up. It'll pull up numbers uh, one through nine with the zero at the bottom, and then there'll be little tiny letters underneath. Two, three, four. Get Joe. I don't have that, but have you had what do you mean? You have the T9 app. Bug, when you hear your phone, what does it say? Favorites, recent contacts, keypad. Hold on, on. let me get there. Timbo's got it, right? I won't zoom in, but yeah. Okay, yeah, there it is. There it is. I was on the wrong thing. Yeah. And does it have little letters underneath the numbers? Yeah, it does. Bingo. The best yeah. description possible. He's old, but, but, folks. But people have to understand. That some the, some the might say step, he's in his mid-30s. So. The next well, step of that is l- number two has ABC. If you wanted to get to B, you had to tap twice and nah. go to the next number, tap whatever <clears> number or letter you wanted you to tap that many times to get that to pop up, right? Yeah, if you want to spell dad, you bet three, two, three. And there was predictive texting. How many texting. times you spelled that? Oh, usually it's with that daddy, but you know. You type in daddy a lot, huh? <laughs> three, two, three, three, nine, coming in at you. <laughs> Didn't know it was his second cousin, but doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, no. Cousin spelled way oh, no, buddy. These are the late 90s. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah that's fine. <laughs> But yeah, but predict- predictive texting was helpful because you could type out like a sequence of letters mm. and it would predict like it was that or, you know, hey or whatever. But there was the times when wow. you would type a sequence and it could be like two different words and you had to like tab through the two different words and pick the mm-hmm. one you wanted. Yeah. And that is the segment of showing our age, folks. Yep. Oh, yeah, we're older than you.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all in our mid-30s now, or is that... I mean, yeah, but our age you. is showing. It is. So That's why. That's the whole reason why in the beginning, when P was talking about having a call... Yeah, it was hard. ...to the mom or dad, and I was like, I never did that. Because when I started, like, dating, dating, I had a cell phone. So I would just text or call the girl. Uh, bro, I didn't get a cell phone until I was a junior in high school. Let me stop right yeah, there. I was a sophomore. I started dating, dating, and so older. pursuing before I had a cell phone. Well, before I had a cell phone, I was That's trying. What to... Aim was for though that game before the game, folks. Oh, my aim was on the game, buddy, because it I was wasn't. still looking for it. Oh man, I still had crosshairs at twelve. You had cross eyes at eleven. <laughs> 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 I mean, you, know, you got to bring up Bell Dolchit, man. I know. Can I tell you what? Luckily for those story? glasses. Can I tell you the craziest story in grade school of phone conversation that I've ever had? Yes. Uh, do I need to prepare? So, all right, I'm going to ask you three. When you were in grade school, did you guys have what were what we called here mixers? Like the, the local. Oh, like. Like the a local grade school had a dance, right? Yeah. Your parents would drop you off. You'd be in seventh or eighth grade. They'd drop you off and it'd be like a dance with like anybody in the area that wanted to come. So it was people outside your school. Like, and so like you met people outside of your school and it would be a dance. And like, you would just like wear your like best fit and like 
you know, try to be cool and shit like that. Like, did you guys ever have those? No. Yeah, we had uh, the we had all district dances in junior high where like the four junior highs in our area got together and okay. everybody would fight each other and get on each other's girls. Well, and that's the thing. So most people think I was LDS growing up, but I was actually Catholic and I went to I went to Catholic school. So I was just really just confined to the people in my school. Right. So this gave me an opportunity to broaden my horizons outside of LDS and see other people. Right. So that was too good. So, so. If you haven't, if you don't know what that's about, listen to last week's podcast and you'll understand. But anyway, the point of that is, A, I'm not LDS. Josh. B. B <laughs> I thought it was. B. I was at one of these mixers, okay? They called them mixers. And there was a girl from my own school that apparently liked me. And... <laughs> Hey, now it's getting spicy. And uh, I didn't know it. And I like this other girl from a, another school, a public school. Right? Oh, oh, oh. So after the, from mixer, the other side of the common, tracks, other side of the tracks, brother. So it was common when you went to these mixers that after you and a couple buddies would spend the night, whatever. So I get home. Okay. And I had a ranch house as a kid. Oh, and we had a finished right. basement. And the, the 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 recorder, the message recorder was in the basement. Okay. And for those of you that once again are way younger than me, back in the day, you called someone's house on their landline and you left a message on their recorder and then you could play that message back and you could call people back, whatever. It's like your voicemail now. Okay. So I get home. My parents go straight upstairs. Me and my buddies are sleeping downstairs. I see the blinking light, right? I press it. This girl had called my house like at, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night. Like we had just gotten home and just fucking laid into me. She's like, I can't believe you were dancing with so-and-so from this school. You got to stay with your people. <laughs> like her people are like people that went to her school. Okay. <laughs> we're not talking about race or anything like that. So yeah. back it up. Ew, I, she was I like, why would you ever date someone outside of your school? And I'm like, dude, we're not like, we like dance like once. Right. And it wasn't even slow dance. We were just like, yeah, boogin, you're LDS. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, you stick to your LDS roots and stick with us. and Fuck those other people and all this. And dude, she like went on a rampage and she was, we we're like seventh, eighth grade, like 13, 14 years old. So like, I don't think she was hammered, but she, I was like, dude, if my parents would have listened to this, they would have like been severely concerned about her mental state because I won't, I won't dive into it, but I was like, dude, this is, this is a different animal. I'm like, who knows what high school is going to fucking bring. And and, and now, and now you're happy to be married. Hey, that's the original drunk dial, bro. hundred (laughs) percent. She had some oh, big balls. 100%. <laughs> the size of like, yeah. the whole LDS community. Man, that shows our age and definitely what we had to go through. Struggles, by the way. Like it Struggles. was, it was probably, it's tougher than any of these new young guns even realize. Like you had to call, like PC and house phone, you know, you had to get the message recorder and 
there was one phone for your family, so you never knew if like your dad or your mom or whoever was on the other line, like the other phone listening into your conversations. <clears throat> you know, so you like had to be like, well, are they listening or do I be like, you know, yeah, can we hang out soon? Where are you hanging out? Mom, the meatloaf. Mom, Mom. the meatloaf. Yeah, get off the phone. You'd yeah. have like a cool, like you have like a decoy conversation to start. Like, oh, yes, class was very nice today. And yes, yeah. I have finished my homework, you know, and then just to see if you hear like a click on the other end or something. Yeah, or oh, your yeah. sister's giggling on the other end. <laughs> or your or your brother or sister decided to fire up the Internet and cut your conversation off. Uh, because yeah. dial-up internet just killed that took precedence and it killed the phone like who's on the internet who's on the internet you're spitting mad game on aim and then someone like places like picks up the phone doesn't even make a call they just pick it up yeah, you off. Off. Yep, yeah. that yeah. it will the struggles of growing up man well, then caller ID came in and if you had the fancy phone you didn't have to have the separate caller ID <clears throat> Oh yeah, the you knew her dad's had name. Caller ID. Oh yeah, Robert McBride. I remember that number calling me all the time at grandma's house because I was like, "Holy shit!" Everybody, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's good. Loves Robert me. McBride's calling me. Jack yeah. Kelly, but yeah, <laughs> she, <laughs> she loves me. So stay off the line. Like, oh, I just barely woke up. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I was just working out. I I just showered, but. but <laughs> <laughs> just got done working out, you know, in my basement with my five-pound weights. Just oh, yeah, yeah. Girls, girls, baby. Oh yeah, or you have three sisters. Like, are you done on the phone? I gotta call somebody. Fuck. All right, I gotta go. I'll talk to you tomorrow in science class. Check fourth you. period. Yeah, fourth period. Cool. So, so let's let's the nostalgia or the fact that we're feeling super old does or doesn't feel good, right? But yeah, that Let's was twenty minutes the, of nostalgia. That <laughs> was. Take it off. So what's yeah. the what's the stage like? Get, does anybody have a good example of? Um, we'll just we'll start with grade school. Like, do you ever have a girl ask you out, or? And, and if you did, what did it feel like? Versus like you had, and I say ask you out. Like I remember in grade school, where you know, you had like a five or six girlfriends at throughout your grade school career, but it didn't really mean anything. Right. What was, what was yours like B? I mean, it's such a different thing when you're in grade school. Cause it's more of like note passing, like, you know, okay. like, although they'll pass you up a note or the friend will come up and be like, Hey, so-and-so likes you. What do you want me to tell her? You know, you just play like the little middleman telephone, you know, don't kill the messenger. And you're like, oh, well, I think she's cool. And then she'll run back. Oh, he said he thinks you're so cool. <laughs> you know, like it was a little shit. And then they'll pass you notes. Like, that's what it is until you get, you know, more towards like, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade. I mean, they might still exist, but towards then, yeah, that's wait kind of it. Girls At least it was for me. Exist, yes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's funny because then they talk to you more or ask what you're about more. I mean, you could still pursue them a little bit, but they were more aggressive. And then as the times go on towards high school, then they're just, I mean, they kind of do the same thing, like gossip wise, but they don't actually come up or like 
hit you with notes or or whatever. They're kind of waiting back for all the dudes to do all the work, which I always thought was a weird transition. Like they wanted to hit on you when you're younger and hit you notes. And then as you got older, they just waited for you to do everything. And then it just stayed that way forever. You know, kind of a weird, yeah. weird yeah, thing. I, right? I, I can definitely see early on. Like, so like for like fifth, sixth, grade i had this one girl that was a new student who just for whatever reason eh, i wasn't about it who knows i was young and whatever because i was already fascinated on the one girl that i had a big crush on and this other girl just was always millie vanilli buddy exposing me (laughs) (laughs) i got off that's I told you that in confidence, by the way. We'll talk after. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nickelback's his favorite band. Keep going. Uh, double down. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Even though my buddy over here is a whistleblower, <laughs> I, I had this one, this one girl who's a new student, and she, like, asked me to the square dance in fifth grade, and she just was all about you me. You had a square? Wait, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that funny? Wait, you didn't have a square dance, bro? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you have a square dance? This is West Coast shit, pretend, all right? Oh, yeah. pretend we can gloss over that. I'll oh, let you yeah. Bug out the waltz. Same thing. Oh, yeah. We were sitting there. Just like, hey, I didn't got that, Joe. I have been married a long time ago. We were dancing our asses. Oh, yeah. Where did Bug come from? Where did he go? I remember the girl that was like the girl and this is fifth grade. Like, so everyone had a crush on this girl Millie? and no, don't bring up no heartstrings, buddy. Miss her. But, <laughs> hey, Millie, how you doing? Now she's starring in stranger things. It's crazy. Yeah. I missed out on that one. <laughs> well, I mean, she was, no thoughts but anyway so this girl like asked me to square dance like she was all about me and i mean i I talked her on the landline for a while and it was just like a thing that was just like yeah we're just gonna be friends and then from like sixth grade is when she just like eh, fuck it i'm done trying to talk to this guy and then she hits ninth grade and to this day she is just like a a dime. I'm just like, what the fuck? Remember, remember me? Remember, remember our conversations? Yeah. <laughs> you understand what I went through? Yeah, I racked up my phone bill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those were anytime minutes. You're calling after seven. Jesus. Me Those were the times it's like, just a random, like, okay, yeah, you were pretty cute, but I didn't give you a time of day. And now it's just like, Holy yep. moly. I mean, I love my wife. Yeah, bro. Me, I love my mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, I'd say it louder. But. <laughs> but, but, yeah, isn't it weird, though, how, like, younger, I mean, all right, Tim, let me ask you, when, was it, is it the same, like, when you're younger, girls, like, passing notes, you know, getting to know who you like, whatever, and then when you got older, like, high school days, it was just kind of like, oh, well, he don't talk to me, you know, blah, 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 he's got to come hit on me, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I remember back in elementary school, the note pass and stuff. I remember, I think it was fifth grade. Uh, me and this girl, were, you know, we're, we like each other. We're just passing notes back and forth, avoiding the topic of saying we like each other. But 
basically her friends passed me a note pretty much saying quit being a bitch tell her tell her you like her <laughs> do you like her yeah well tell her don't be a bitch about it it's like oh damn you jumped right. man up this early yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have an <clears throat> armpit hair yeah, it was yeah. Fifth grade. yeah you better tell her grade. you like her or else and that's why i grew so many armpit hairs after that yeah shit like that you tell me to man up and i will I'll no, yeah. actually man up. I don't I'll start sprouting out. Well, <laughs> no. Maybe you should pass a note back. I mean, we He started flexing like the Hulk, and then all of his hair transferred from his stomach to his armpits. Oh, yeah. I never flexed, and all mine went to my armpits. And I was like, ah. fuck, I circled yes. What did you want? <laughs> <laughs> I tried proving it to you. You want more, man? Huh? <laughs> I'm a man. But, not, not like my Mormon buddy over here. Yeah, LDS. Yeah. I remember when that changed though. Like there was definitely an age, yeah, like an age limit where you're like, oh, you can't pass notes. You got to actually go talk to this girl. But then it was also just aim talking to him online. But yeah, you're so passing maybe, notes to a girl, yeah. telling her you liked her in like eighth or ninth grade. They're like, ugh. Yeah. Tell yeah. me to my face. Right. Well, so talk to me. Tenth and eleventh grade came up and you start plowing girls. And it's just weird for you. So what the hell? <laughs> what, a, what a transition. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm skipping a few steps. It's like well, passing notes to be like the peas plowing girls, let you know. But some <clears throat> years I'll show you mine. Right. But weird though. Let, let, let's get into more of like, you know, what I guess maybe what transpired, what changed, besides hormones, period. You know. But they just stopped, right? And I think it's super underrated. I think they need to bring it back because, one, they'd probably get a lot more dates if they did. Two, you'd probably honestly get, like, a better dude if you did that because if the dude doesn't do all the work, I feel like that's when a lot of, like, oh, hey, I'm I, I, it's a challenge. Not for everyone, but, like, you know, a lot of dudes are like, oh, all right, let me do this. It's a challenge. More than if they went and hit on him, he might be like, oh, shit. Oh, that shook me. I'm not I'm not ready for this. And then, oh, maybe I do like her. You know, just get into their psyche a little more rather than like, because if the dude has to learn how to spit game, get a job, and I'm talking about when you're outside of high school, but if you have to get a job, spit game, you know, be uh good looking enough, tall enough, you know, the right weight, all these things factor in. And then you have to you build have, your resume. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Build your resume. It. And then you have to go and present it to them with the right conversations and then the right pickup lines at the very beginning. You have to break the ice. You can't be a weirdo and you can't pursue too fast. And yeah, I mean, some guys perfected it. It's not a big deal, but thank you. You know, there's some people out there who strike out a lot, which, you know, keep Thank it tuned. You. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit later into it, you know, how to overcome that and what to say. But, like, I, I it was just such a weird thing from going from, now that we bring it up, like, childhood to, mid, you know, like, uh, you know, when you're younger, grade school, then you go to, like, middle school or, you know, junior high or whatever. And then it changes somewhere. And then high school, it's like, oh, girls don't hit on you. You have to hit on them, you know, and you got to be cool. And then outside of high school, the coolness is kind of gone, but you still have to hit on them. And now it's more of like, oh, well, where are you going? You're going to college. 
or you got a career. And then you have to also spit game and present your resume, like P saying, like, it's such a weird transition that if girls took that same thing and just didn't wait for their mate to be like, you know, high enough. I feel like that's a lot of the reasons girls are so catty as well, because they're out there spitting shit and being like, oh, I'm the best candidate. I'm the best candidate fighting amongst each other, but they're fighting for this resume that if they just went and talked to the dude, they'd probably jump the line. Fellas, what are your thoughts about that? I'll tell you, because <laughs> there's a lot of fucking false starts. There's that presentation of the image that a girl wants, but they will fucking jump the line for the wrong person all the time and just get fucking humped behind the scenes while they're trying to find <laughs> the person they, they want to be with. Oh, I'm so classy. I'm looking for this guy, but oh, You're getting plowed you by what? Johnny. Oh yeah, fucking sins. And, <laughs> and it's like this is what I want for this moment, but I'm, you know, I have standards. But you know what? I need fucked also. So you fuck me, and I'll still look for my mate. Yeah. Do you have to? I'll, I'll look for the person that you have I want. A personal to be. venting you need to get through here because I no, feel like I this just, is I just shading had, from a dark, dark situation. I was that role. I was looking for someone that I wanted to relate to, and then all of a sudden they're just like, ah, like, fuck, and it pissed me off. <laughs> was like I'm more than a piece of meat, a slab, mind you. <laughs> Hey, the expectations are high. I think is what he's saying. You know, I would I would say this too. I think like so. Again, not LDS, but Catholic school it was first through eighth grade, right? So That's my bad. It, guy. We called it grade school, okay? And then you went from and I know there's elementary, middle, junior high. Then you go to yeah. high school, right? Yeah. So when I jumped from eighth grade to high school, I also had a different dynamic because I went to an all boys high school. Okay. okay, so that was very—it's very common here in St. Louis. When I went to college, and I people ask, and I, they found that out, they're like, "Oh, did you take a fucking boy to prom there, buddy?" I'm like, "No, we knew fucking girls in the area." But anyway, yeah, all boys go that way. I think, like, regardless of that dynamic, because there's also co-ed schools here too. Whatever, I think the dynamic changed because societal norms or quote-unquote norms kind of started to take more like shape for high school mindsets, like a girl or a guy, like once you get to high school, you're kind of approaching, we'll say approaching a pre-adult stage, right? Like you're not really an adult, but you kind of think you are. So you kind of look at societal norms where the guy opens the door, he asks you out, he takes care of the girl, the girl does this, the guy does that. And like, you kind of fall into a little bit of that, at least when I was in high school. So, you know, you got to ask for, permission like get the dad's like acceptance of you and stuff like that and so on and so forth and i think that's why a lot of it shifts where in grade school it's like oh we're carefree we're kind of doing whatever and you know it's okay if a girl likes a guy and a guy likes a girl it's like kind of silly but like it's just like kind of a jokey kind of liking right like yeah i mean i don't know any of my friends i know friends that met in high school and are married today but nobody that met in grade school that are married today so I think it just changes. I think that's truly what it is. It's a mindset change that you are more aware and conscious of like societal norms and you feel like you have to conform to that. And that's where the girls kind of say like, I may really, 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 really like this guy, but I'm still going to wait for him to make the first move. But I'm not going to do anything about it though. That's the problem. That's the thing. That's so 
I had an experience where that didn't take place. And a girl was just like, she knew what she wanted and she was like, go for it. And I had a like brief little dating situ- situation with a girl like that was into like, that was like, look, I don't fucking care. Like she was just one of the rare ones. That, like, I don't care. I'm just going to like say, Hey, look, I'm into you. Are you into me? If not, I'm going to fucking move on and do my own thing. Right. And Boom. she was like a rare breed in regards yeah. to that mindset. But I think everybody yeah. else I met she in high school. Cool as fuck. <laughs> she turned out to be crazy but it is what it is like yeah well um, i mean let's just touch on that for a second bug like so imagine if you know a girl hits on you and you turn her down right right you turn her down and the girl's devastated well welcome to the club right right that's what a dude has to go through a lot like Thing is, basically girl every girl yeah you know like but the thing is though is the dude would be so shook he'd probably be like uh probably yes like maybe not every time but <clears throat> the, i mean just ladies out there the odds are definitely in your favor when you do that the odds are way higher but just know also that when you do that like that's what us dudes have to go through every time we have to take that risk of getting shut down and yeah it sucks when it happens but yeah we got to do it and you're like oh, i don't want to do it. i don't want to get shut down well we have to do it too you know we have to do it so you know join the club but like you know so bug it if a girl asks you and you like shut her down like the, i think the biggest difference would be like you know would you go and talk you know, I mean, you probably talk to your friends about it, but like, I know girls gossip and make, oh, can you believe this? Or would you be like, oh, hey, so-and-so asked me, I had to let her down, you know, like, would you take, cause, I mean, just in the dude's mindset, right? Like, if you talk to your boys about it when you're like, say, eighth grade, and a girl asks you, and you're like, ah, no, sorry, like, and you shut her down, what would you tell your boys? So I actually had an extremely odd situation in like seventh, eighth grade where there were like little talks that this girl, I like this girl. Right. And I heard she might like me, but I also heard this girl might like me. And for anybody listening, this is like, this is like, if you ever witness a miracle, this is a miracle that two girls could potentially like me at the same time. Okay. So I'm not patting myself on the old fucking back Ooh. here. I'm just, I'm just telling the story. Yeah. I'm just telling the story. But we, it turns out one bug. Us, oh boy. Don't think uh, differently of them. Here comes the yeah, story. Google that. See what you find. Um, no results. Huh? Okay, results. Two girls, one cup, though. Let me check out the uh, secondary. Uh, <laughs> oh, ooh, there's a sequel. Uh, oh, this, this might be it. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I thought he said bug. Maybe he said cup. We'll check yeah, out. Uh, give me yeah. Long story short, we all went to a movie one night, and I was like, this is great. There's like 10, 15 of us here. There's no risk. All is great. And. We're leaving the movie and the one girl A is already out of the theater. Girl B hangs back and she asked me out and I'm like, Oh fuck. I was like, um, and I didn't say this word for word. It was eighth, seventh, eighth grade. I was like, basically I said, hold that thought. And I was like, I got to the bathroom. So I run to the bathroom. Right. I'm, I'm like, cause I was more interested in girl A and I come out of the bathroom 
Now, girl B is in the lobby and girl A is in the hallway and she asked me out. I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like, at this point, I go, this is the best, worst thing in my entire life. Like, I don't know how to handle this. I'm like 13 years old. And I basically told the one girl, I was like, well, (laughs) by the way, possibly the worst way to handle this ever. (laughs) And I told girl A, I was like, hey, look. Girl B already asked me out. I think it's only fair that she asked first. And I go, I date her. It was mm. something along those lines. Okay. I'm a, a I'm, first cup, first serve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, classy so, bug. Classic. So to make matters worse, I dated that girl for like that night. And then we like broke up like the next day. And then I went to the other girl. It was like terrible. It was oh. something along those lines. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can't. It wasn't like, by the way, guys, seventh yeah. grade, I was like yeah. afraid to even kiss a girl, yeah. to be honest. So don't say, think I'm a player or I'm anything like that. Wow. Jeez. Like, you could have fooled us. Listen, what would your comeback to... sentence? Hey, so uh, girl, A, uh, it wasn't working out. So what's up, girl, baby? How, you doing? How are you doing? Listen. B. I've gotten some flack. <laughs> I've gotten some flack on on TikTok lately, so I have to be very careful with what I say and how I say it. Oh, stop it, bug! Let the people know. Tell those peeps to fuck off. By the way, <laughs> and let them know, dude. For real. I've gotten some flack, so I gotta be stop. Gotta be on point. So if you're listening, make sure you listen to the whole podcast because then you get the whole story. But anyway, oh fuck me, <laughs> Jesus, not really. But... Dead girl B. Yeah, good. Uh, girl B. Still friends with both girls, and that was seventh grade. So, power right there. Oh, oh man. Oh, the magnet's power. strong in this oh, one. God damn. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No Best no friends with one of them. Decent all friends with right. The other. All right. Two bugs, one cup. Get yeah. return. All right. Well, since majority of our listeners are uh, 20, 21 plus. Maybe we'll get into the nitty gritty. You know, we've been at this about a half hour. So let's uh, maybe get into like the real shit of the real life of the real, you know, girls asking guys out. Maybe the bar scene a little bit dabbling too. maybe just, you know, post high school, you get a job now. You know, you're figuring out what to do with your life. You're figuring out maybe, oh, maybe I should date this girl. Maybe she's a good girl to have kids with. Maybe I'm trying to settle down early. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing with my life. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I have zero game. Maybe we'll start with that, right? Maybe we'll start. I got no game. I'm 21. Hey, I, maybe I'll check out the bar. I hear a lot of girls go to the bar, right? You know, P, what, what would, what, what's your advice or what would you do or what do you say to the young guns in that scenario? Because I'm sure there's a lot. All right. Is definitely understand the situation that you're in. As a guy. As a guy going out to the bar, realize if you are in full on, I just want to hook up mode, or if you have a tie to somebody, realize that as well. If you're just looking to go explore, have fun, just discover the bar scene, the biggest key is like, don't do it if you are tied down. If you have a relationship and you like a person and that's your whole goal, 
is to be with that person, then hey, that that scene is not for you. Right. And I'm okay. I'm done what if, what if you're debating it and you're if, <clears throat> would you say to be more upfront and honest with both parties? If if you're debating it and you want to do it, then you're not in it. Just cut ties. Cut ties because and bounce. Like if, if if you have an interest in that and you're like it's it's like the grass is greener mentality. If the grass is greener, then yeah, you know, go for it. Especially if you're young and it's not serious, then hey, you're probably gonna date two or three more girls and guess what you're gonna regret opportunities that you didn't take because of the opportunity so everyone has a, a mindset of like oh this is the one this is the one this is the one and then how many times you look back and be like no that wasn't the one at all yeah i wish Actually, i had a boinked this girl oh yeah and i would have boinked her great <laughs> Given her a little two seconds, yeah. I said, Uncle, <clears throat> and I an interesting insight on the bar scene. Sure. There's some, there's oh. something I've heard on TikTok like recently, but I'm, I'm gonna give it two part. So, like, there was this Australian talking about, like, hey, when we, when me and the boys are like, hey, we're going out tonight, like, he's like, we're going out to get just drunk like we're just gonna have a good fucking time he goes but americans he's like the the people he lives in america now he's like the people that i see now it's like hey let's go out let's go out to the bars and he's like i'm thinking yeah we're just gonna get drunk just me and the boys whatever but they're all look out like they're all out there like trying to taste tail like trying to like get a girl whatever and it's interesting because i heard that and i was like i go back to my college experience and granted for most of my college experience i was interested in who's now my wife yeah he had your running shoes on (laughs) but when i went to the bars and for like some some i guess insider information i'm not the tallest i'm like 510 okay was never the tallest never the shortest i was just kind of that guy i just thought everybody was my friend like i didn't think that like like i had some girls that i found out like were kind of interested in me in college i'm like i would have never thought that like you know, it's just one of those things where I was just like, I go to the bars. I'm like, I just want to go with my friends and have a good time because I was never comfortable going to a bar and being like, I'm bringing someone home tonight. I'm like, I'm going to go with my, these dudes, these girls, we're going to have a great time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And he didn't want to disappoint them. But but no, I, I'm being hundred percent <laughs> honest. Like oh, when I cute. went to the bars, I truly was there in that mindset to just have a great time. Like I didn't go to the bar. Keep in mind, I looked 14 when I was 20 years old in college. So I was never, I never had a fake ID. I never went into like bars underage. Like I was truly a junior in college when I first went to bars and I looked fucking young as shit. So I'm thinking all these girls think who let, whose kid snuck into the bar tonight. So I just had this weird mentality that I'm like, these girls think I'm just this little kid. And then there's these like, guys that are you know grown men in this bar they're going to prefer them over me and it wasn't like a self-conscious thing i was like it is what it is fuck it let's just go have fun like i was into dancing have a good time let's have some drinks so like i never had that pressure of 
like, am I going to bring someone home tonight? And, and I don't even want to say that, but like, am I going to meet the next Mrs. Bug or whatever, you know, like it just wasn't my mentality. And I think I got off easy. Like, I think I was lucky in that regard. Well, it sounds well, like, like you got off easy. Yeah. Did you close or did, I mean, that's a good opening. Hey, I'm, I don't give a fuck. So, I, but I didn't, I, I wasn't like a one night saying kind of guy. I'm going to be honest. I didn't take girls home like for that kind of thing. Like I didn't, I was the naive guy. Like my wife tells me to this day, she's like, dude, this girl was all about you in college. I'm like, I had no fucking idea. I was like flirting to me. I was like, oh, they're just like a nice person. Right. Like I was so naive and I was so dumb. And I think it was because I built this persona that I'm just everybody's good friend and having a good time. And I'm, it's not a woe is me thing or I'm like a fucking like I did not care. I, I'm being honest. I know it sounds yeah. like no, no. I, I got you. I got you. I got you. So, Rodemia. So, if they would have asked for your number and been more upfront, would you have gone on a date with them? A hundred percent. Right. So this hundred percent. We're bringing this back, right? So this brings it back to the full point of if, if I girls, wasn't talking to someone already, by the way. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bug's a good guy. Very clear. So <clears throat> if LDS. Hell yes, also. So, so <laughs> ladies, for ladies, right? For everyone out there, like, you know, oh, you like this guy? You know, he seems nice, cool. Some guys are naive. Some guys just want to have fun. Some guys are just shy, right? Whatever the case is. But as Bug said, if a girl would have went up, you know, he was kind of thought she's cute, whatever, whatever it was, and she asked him out, like, hey, can I get your number? Maybe we'll go out sometime. Did the quote unquote guys role, he would have said yes in a heartbeat. And I feel 100%. like that's why it's so underrated, why girls don't do it. And then they're like, oh, well, guys never ask me out, you know. And then you're always like, oh, I'm just the, the friend of this pretty girl who gets all the guys. Well, how about you go out and you ask out the guy? And yeah, maybe the girls would be like, can you believe that? And all of a sudden, you got a bunch of dates and they got zero. Guess who's laughing? I think it's I think it's expectations too. Like, don't go out to the bar with friends or thinking you're gonna pick someone up like for a date or a hookup or whatever. Like, just don't have expectations because I never did. And like you said, I wasn't also going up to someone saying, like, hey, like, yo, can I I would love to like grab a bite to eat or something with you? Like, can I get your number? Like I Part of it was everything you said. I was shy. I was not expecting anything. I was like, just put myself in this position where I'm like, I'm just going to go out because I'm going to have fun. And and I think that like exactly what you said would be an amazing turn of events where a girl's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm just going to give this a shot. And like, if you get shot down, you get shot down. But you, you know, I know On this is like the cliche, next one. you don't know until you try it. You know, like shoot your shot. And if it doesn't work, then there's hundreds, if not thousands of people you're going to interact with that could be the yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, odds are you're going to break up with that, you know, guy anyway. But here's the thing, though, like this is what guys have to deal with on the day to day. That's what girls I don't think realize that we have to go through this, get shot down or the chance of, you know, and then we have to go through that like. Honestly, girls, if you would go through that, for one, the dating game would be a lot different. Two, you'd get a lot more dates. And that 
is a hundred percent truth. You would, you would at least double your dates. I mean, it's not hard to double zero if you ain't asking anyone out. And I'd out. say that's being like on the safe side. Yeah, like if you have, if no one's asking you out, and then you ask out ten dudes, or you try to get ten numbers, like the dudes do. Odds are, I mean, even if you get two out of 10, 20%, but that's still two dudes, like straight up. I mean, numbers game, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> but that's how a lot of, you know, that's how dudes got to do it. And shitty as it is, like it, it is what it is. And like, but that's what dudes got to do. And honestly, like if you're struggling for dates as a girl or whatever, or just like too shy and, you know, or you got that rfb going on and you know whatever whatever the case is resting bitch face whatever it is right you know whatever the case is for you for the girl like if guys don't want to approach you if you're you know if you're pretty but they think you're unapproachable or like you know maybe you just blend in with the crowd but you're super cool whatever it is if you go up and tell a dad joke to a dude and then ask for his number and he's fucking laughing. He'll be like, yeah, let's go hang out. Like it's. Let me ask you this. Brent. So think about the nature and I know there's like examples on both sides of the spectrum, but think of the nature of guys and the nature of girls. And if, if I went out, if we all went out, say four of us went to college together and we went out and, you know, we happened to share a house together and we're like, oh man, I fucking, I asked, you know, so-and-so out and she's just fucking shot me down like guys are harder on guys in that situation whereas i would have to think and i'm not a female but i would have to think that girls are more consoling in those situations if like stacy asked you know jimmy out and got shot down like oh my god he's a fucking dick like like, i feel like girls would be just way more consoling and this is a this is a kudos to women and it sucks for guys because we deal yeah. with things differently. But am I? But what? I mean, do you agree? Do you, I mean, what do you think? Like, I mean, hundred yeah, percent. I think so too. Go ahead. Uh, I'm I'm a hundred percent with that. Uh, I think so too. I think the girls have got their backs. I mean, we got our we got our boys' backs, but you know, we got to clown them a little bit. But at the same time, if you know, if it's really fucking them up, like, oh fuck that bitch. <laughs> who cares about her <laughs> like you know that yeah. they do the same thing she's got weird toes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah right like yeah i mean dudes will be harsher they'll be like ah you got shit done you fucking dweeb you know you got they, no game yeah they might throw a little bit of that but girls are natural like nurturers i mean that's why a lot of them are in like uh you know nurses whatnot but i mean just think of how normal it is for like a girl to go through a pregnancy or a breakup or anything and all her girls are there to console them and all that shit every time like you think if you get shot down the girls won't be there to be like oh, well you know he's an asshole there's another guy over here maybe we should talk to him like you have a support squad whoever you go out with dudes are like ah oh, man you just got shot down you fucking tool you know maybe i'll buy yeah. you a drink buddy if i can because you're fucking short <clears throat> and ugly yeah, you know, they might uh, bag on you, but like it's definitely harder for a dude, and we have to do it day in, day you out. You must be LDS, buddy. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Yeah, what are you, a fucking art bitch, you weirdo? But, I, but I, I agree. That's that's my whole thought is like, I'm not saying that there can't be some harsh girls out there, but like, you know, I, I can't imagine 
you know, Stacy going out and getting shut down and, you know, her roommate being like, well, it's because you're kind of a, kind of a bitch and you're just fucking like not up to his level. Like, yeah. I don't see that happening, you know, like yeah. to Timbo's point and your guys' point, like they're going to nurture, they're going to be like, Hey, you know what? Like, it's okay. There's, there's other <coughs> fish in the sea, the cliche, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, that's why it's like, let's flip the script and right. we're all taken. So it doesn't matter to us at the end of the day, but you know, but think of how different the game would be, or even like, just how many girls out there? I mean, you know, a lot of this we talk about dudes because we're all dudes and we, you know, kind of go through our struggles and whatnot. But, like, just think of how many girls out there go through, like, uh, you know, not getting hit on enough or no dates. And they could because they're cool as fuck. But, you know, like some dudes either might be intimidated or, you know, might not think that there's pretty as their friend that might ask their friend out. Like that's out there, and even though they're cool as fuck, nobody gets to see that because they're, you know, hiding behind you know their friend's shadow, so to speak. But if they stepped out in the open and were like, "Hey, I think you're pretty cool," you know, I'm cool on the other side of the pillow, blah blah blah, and they're like, "Hey, let me have your number. Let's go out." And then the dude was like, "Oh, you're pretty cool." Dudes are way more likely to do that, like someone being cool, than. You know, then I think within the girls think, because I, I really think that they think that, oh, I got to, you know, I got to be fit a certain profile and I got to have a certain weight. I got to look a certain way and I have my hair just done right. And, you know, and I got to be ready for this and all that. When dudes are just so simple. Dude, you how know? many times, and this is, I'm speaking for myself, but I feel like I hear this a ton. Like, when I met my wife, we didn't have the great first meeting, but like the year that we met, it was like going into sophomore year of college. We were friends basically for the most part that first year. But like the times I found her most attractive when was when she wasn't wearing makeup, when she was wearing like gym clothes or something like that. Like she wasn't done up. Like, don't get me wrong. Absolutely gorgeous. Like when she gets done up and we, you know, go out somewhere or whatever. But I'm just saying like, like, dude, she is like, a 10 even when she's not even trying like i hear that all the time and i think that that's like a an aspect that when you truly like really like someone and i'm not saying this is in my case but even if it wasn't truly true like you see it that way because like you care about them that much and i think that women don't give themselves the credit that like if you truly find the right guy like he's gonna see you that way even when you don't think you see yourself that way, it, it's authenticity. Like you are Bingo. more attracted to authenticity than the persona that they're trying to, you know, attract people with because they'll dolly themselves up and just fully on, just make themselves look the way that they think that that's they how they're going to attract somebody. Yeah. And then once that guard is down and you give them a chance and they realize, like, hey, yeah, like, I don't need all this. And then you basically lower their shield. And then that's when you start seeing the authenticity of it. And they're like, Oh, I look terrible. And you're like, nah, you look fucking great. Like you're yeah. fantastic right now. That's, hey, you don't have all that mud you on your way, face. If I met you like this with your regular face and, and genuine conversation, <laughs> that's yeah, no makeup, yeah, not, sweatpants not, on ponytail up. 
Jesus, oh, yeah. you know. Can, can I throw a curveball to this that, like, uh, unfortunately, it. none of us are experts in. Like, none of us that I, I could be wrong. I mean, allegedly, but, but go on. But I mean, so so, um, given how much we've revealed our age tonight, I would have to think, kind of knowing when y'all met your your lady or whatever, I could be wrong. So just correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. But I have a buddy uh, who's my age, 34, still in the dating scene or whatever. And the game today is way different. So us talking about like going up and getting a girl's number and girls like we want you to be more proactive and aggressive. Right. There are literally apps that give the control to the female. And I'm not saying I'm on these. If my wife listens, I'm not on these. We 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 know that. Okay, a disclaimer. But there are Grab there the are phone. apps where the girl, me, honey, you you could like this girl and want her to message you all you want, but until she like swipes or checks or whatever, you can't talk to her until she makes the first move. Like she finds out that you like her first. I don't know the name of that, but I know there's one out there that's like the girl has the control. Like she finds out that you like her before she has to do anything. And there's, and, the, and it's all app based, right? Like, and, and I could be wrong. I'm sure there's still traditional dating out there, speed dating, whatever, go to the bar, all that. But from my, my buddy that I talked to, he's like, I'm on this app. I'm on this app. And like, you know, he's getting dates left and right, but like, it's just a different animal. And I never had to go through that. Like all, I never had an, when I was, Again, I'm 34 and I met my wife when I was a sophomore in college and we officially started dating like end of junior year. So I was 21 and none of that stuff was prevalent at that time. So I don't know it in and out, but it just, if you think about maybe some of that control is in the the female's hands now, like maybe they do have a bigger say or better Mm -hmm. way to go about it, but it's just a different dating game too now than what it used to be. I'll say no, because if in the terrible scenario that I randomly wife left me and I'm just just me and back in the free world. Oh, that's a terrible way to put it. Um, go on, you're all right. You're all right. This is just how you let it go. Go on, you're all right. Single world. Single world. <laughs> back in, in that oh, yeah. world. Oh, yeah. I would not even like entertain the idea of going through those apps. And doing that, I wouldn't even go through that routine and I would be successful. And I know I would be. I understand that. Right. Well, that's just because you know how genuine human interaction is compared to text messages. Yeah. And you would see the difference between it when they met you as a genuine person rather than meeting you over something like that. Some filter and some emoji that you add to time just right. Yeah. And you think back on it, that's how you met your wife. That's how we all met our wives was yeah. in a time like that. And that's where, you know, your point of like bringing up even like the, like I've never been a part of any dating app, like Tinder, any of that shit. Like <clears throat> that's always just, just foreign to me. I don't understand what that is. And that's really speaking to my age, but this is back when you had to meet your wife in genuine <clears throat> conversation and had to get to know her before you decided to get to know her. Like, oh, let yeah. me scroll through this before I decide to get to know her. Yeah. Like that that didn't exist. It, it's weird, but, and 
let me step in real quick, Pete, because like before I met my wife, like I moved around quite a bit, but I was in different states where I didn't really know the town and, and everything. And, uh, you know, so I, you know, I, I hopped on a little, you know, Tinder, whatever, like for a minute and kind of like tested it out and kind of saw what was what, you know, just cause I didn't know before I got into like the scene or whatever. But so I, you know, I kind of dabble a little bit, swiped a little left and, you know, kind of text. And I was just always thinking like, this is stupid. And then, you know, I started, I, you know, I'd go out a little bit, go out to the bar, go out to the club or go out, you know, go to the gym or wherever, or even a restaurant or, you know, whoever bump in. And I would have genuine conversation. I was like, this is so much better than any dating app any stupid thing and that's what i always thought like and maybe that was because we come from a different generation and it wasn't just like oh let me just send you dig pig girl what up you up whatever you know like it was just more of like even you know even when you're on <clears throat> like you know the dating apps oh well your pictures are kind of lame well sorry i'm not taking selfies next to a grizzly bear you know i just post I like hey yeah, you know, I slid him open, but, you know, you're just like, oh, hey, let me just take a selfie. This is me. And they're like, well, and then there and then you hear people, you know, be like, oh, well, here's this advice. You know, go climb a mountain and take a picture of the top or, you know, go show all these activities. And I was like, oh, so I got to fake up my profile. And then I was like, well, yeah. And I was like, well, how about I just go meet them in person and see if we get along and then I like their personality like mine. And I was like, it's too easy. Right. And, and I enjoyed that so much more. And I was just felt that genuine connection more like all day, every day. And I think that's kind of where, you know, we're late and, and especially the younger crowd, like they might not know, but I mean, honestly, they probably don't, they probably use that app to go meet people at the club. I mean, no, you, you don't bring sand to the beach, motherfucker. You go to the beach. Figure it out. Mm. Timbo, what, what would be your biggest, like, <laughs> advice for someone in college or freshly out of college? You can pick one, like, that, you know, hasn't had much luck or, you know, whatever. Like, and there's nothing wrong with them. They're a decent-looking dude or girl or whatever. And, you know, like on it on the right path and, and they're just like it's not working and if you need more context to, to answer it i can i can build the scenario out more but like what's some of the best advice you give like based on your own experiences or that you've seen or something that like really helped like in the dating world i don't know if i have the best advice but what kind of what you were talking about earlier bugga like when you're talking about going out to the bars kind of what I did and my my friend group used to do all the time. We just go out. We weren't really going out to find something or find somebody and bring them home. We just went out and we had a great time and that usually attracted people to us that were out there to have a good time too. And that's where I felt like I found the most genuine people or the best connections versus going up and trying to find some girl at the bar you think is cute and trying to buy her a drink and wondering like, Oh, is she just trying to get free drinks out of this? Or, you know, when, when they come up to you and 
want to have a good time with you. That's the best kind of people you meet. And I guess my best advice is just go out and have a good time and see what it brings you. Would you, would you say too, that like, there's this, so like the other thing that was in my head in college is like, if I go up to a girl at a bar in college that they just like, think I'm trying to like take them home for the night. Like, do you think that stigma or that, I guess, thought process like kind of like prohibits like actually having a general meeting or genuine meeting with someone or things like that? Or like you said, like, well, this girl's only into me because she's getting free drinks or whatever the case may be. Like there's all those like variables that kind of just like mind F with people. And that's why I kind of went the approach I went where I'm like, dude, I'm just going there to have fun. But do you think that those like little nuances like affect people's mindsets and how they perceive a situation as they are. Yeah. Big time. And I, I was going to say this earlier when you were talking about, I mean, we've talked about it a few times about how underrated it is for a girl to come up to you and like ask for your number or ask you out. And I was thinking to myself, like how many of those girls worry before they go do that kind of stuff? Like, Oh, he's just going to think I'm a slut and I'm just trying to fuck and all that yeah. stuff. And sure. But to, but to us, it's, the coolest fucking thing ever and it's so hard i don't know how to <laughs> send that message off to girls out there like we fucking appreciate that we yeah. really really do like when someone comes up and makes the first move it's like it catches us off guard we're like whoa for sure and the thing that sucks is there are douches out there there's all there are plenty of tools plenty of people that just fucking ruin it you know and I think that's why this makes it so complicated and so difficult to navigate these waters going to a bar at college or after college or whatever. I think that's like the crazy thing is there are the just the the people that ruin it and like anything. We'll take dating out of it. Take anything, anything in the entire world. There's always like bad seeds that make us second guess stuff because you're like exactly what you said, Timbo man, like this girl just sending me for free drinks or a girl being, is this guy just thinking that I'm easy or whatever? Like it just sucks that there's those bad seeds in the water that make those thought processes real. I mean, like they're, they're valid thought processes because there are people out there that perceive like, Hey, if you're interested in me at the bar, I buy you a drink, you dance with me, you go home with me and, stuff happens right when unfortunately like again that's why i didn't that's why i went to the bars and whatever with my buddies and my my group you know girls and guys like just there to have fun because i'm like dude i want to fuck with all this other shit that i don't want to play this chess match like i just want to have fun like it's too much of a mind f like and it could be cliche but like like me saying that but that truly is how i was well, let's get in a little bit, right? I mean, you could be a master chess player. You could, you know, decipher through. But let's get into this a little bit. This brings up good topics. So, Timbo, um, you know, being as a fellow uh, dude who uh, his wife hit on him first, right? You know, compared to a lady, you know, just compared to, you know, maybe your, one of your previous ones, I mean, I don't have to get into big details, but compared to previous 
ones where you had to go out and hit on them. Compare that, you know, maybe how your relationship went when your wife hit on you and how, I guess, the start of it, right? You don't have to get into the, you know, details of later on, but maybe just the start of, like, you hit on them, how it went, and then your, you know, how your wife hit on you and how it went, and then we'll swap over to P, and then we'll get into more of the other side of things. Yeah, with my with my wife, it was a very different situation, I guess. Where uh, like I I wasn't the first one to really make the move, unless if you count like you know we met. I found her on Facebook, sent a friend request, so maybe I made the first move, guys. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> no, but she she was the one that really initiated everything, and um, I was. I was new to the area, so I was really just looking for friends and I wasn't terribly interested at the beginning and, uh, she knows that, so she won't get too hurt by this, but, um, it, it really just made me think though. Like at first I was just kind of like, ah, yeah, I don't know. But then I just kept thinking about, I was like, damn, this girl's like interested in me. What did I do? And it just, uh, it kind of stuck around and made me think about it versus where when I'm the one initiating the moves, I know I'm interested and I'm trying, 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 you know, failing sometimes. And it was just a relief off my shoulders to kind of know I've already kind of got a foot in the door. It was, it was really nice. Yeah, like they're they're there and you don't have to do all the work. Like it's almost like a it's I mean, for me, I mean, I had the same thing. It's almost like a 50 50, like, you know, you still are are expected to take him out to dinner and, you know, open the door and all that. But they did the initial work to actually just say, hey, I like you rather than you have to go find out if they like you. I mean, if they still come and hit on you, it's not like you just can just be like, oh, well, game over. Yeah. No, you, you still have to, like, have a conversation with them back, right? You know, you can't yeah. just, you know, you can't just be like, oh, well, she likes me. Yeah, let me go tell my friends and I'll send her a note back. You know, like, you still have to be like, oh, yeah, you know, thanks for coming up and let me know who you are. Like, oh, I'm, I'm Timbo. Nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a uh, it's mainly just an icebreaker, right? Or do you think it's something else? Uh, def- it's, it's an icebreaker for sure. Um, but how, how uh, much easier does that make it for a guy compared to you going and do that over and over after getting shot down maybe a few times? I think it makes it, a, I should say, a lot easier because like you were saying, you do still have to you know go do things. You can't just... Just you don't get a free pass because they came and hit on you. They you could be a total yeah. different person than what they thought you were, and you're done. But okay, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Sorry, cut you up. Let's put it this way. How much more likely are you to go out with them compared to like them hit on you compared to like you know if you had to even ask them out like. The percentage of you even going to talk to them if you were hesitant shy compared to if they just asked you out right like where would that lay yeah for me i'd probably have a i mean there'd be a higher percentage for me to go out with them and 
pursue that more because they seem interested in me and might you know why not give them a chance to see if you're also interested in them right um yeah and i don't know i guess the whole roles are reversed in that situation because like if if i ask the girl out and she's kind of hesitant but says yes and then you go and you gotta spit your game play your part and they're just not feeling it yeah yeah Yeah, for me i'd I'd definitely give them more of an opportunity if they come and ask me out than (laughs) maybe me going ask them out bingo two girls easier than you think so well p let's change a little gears here all right let's uh you know so the girls let's talk about the guys a little bit about you know, maybe you're not in the, you know, bug situation where you're just out in the club, you know, you're just out there just hanging out doing you. Maybe you want to pursue a little girls. Maybe you want to, you know, maybe, you know, find out what's happening. Maybe, uh, maybe you did it in high school and you're like, man, I want to change some shit. I want to go pursue some girls out at the club. You know, I'm 21. Um, you know, I mean, I know, you know, we're all married guys, but you know, let's just pretend, you know, maybe our wife's had cancer and they're, you know, no longer around and you got to go out on the scene. I mean, it was a terrible situation. I get it, guys. Shake your heads <laughs> all you want. But it's the best I can come up with on the fly, like, to be like, hey, just imagine you're single. And I'll be like, hey, you left your wife. Now, imagine that they're not there anymore or whatever, right? Just put yourself in a single shoes as difficult that as it might be, right? Just for the, for the people out there who who you might have some insight on because you know i know back in the day we used to have fun and you know girls were attracted to us so maybe some insight it can't go all go to waste so just maybe some insight on you know if you were a single dude you know nobody's wishing on anyone and again but maybe a bad scenario but uh you know if you're out there you're 21 again this day and age like you know and you just want to go holler some girls you want to go get some girls because i know not everyone's on this side or this side but there's i know there's a lot of dudes like man i don't talk to many girls or you know i want to go nobody's dming me nobody's doing this i want to go i'm out at the club i want to go hit on some girls i want to go you know see what it's about what would you, what advice would you give them? What would you even say to them? How would you even say to approach them, you know, to go and get it? Because honestly, I've seen so many people who, who got married young or did whatever, and then they get divorced at 40 and then they want to go live it up then instead of living up when they're 21 and, you know, until they're 23, 24, and then going to figure it out, you know? Um, probably be just the easiest thing like and this is almost like outside of just that scenario but just life in general is just be genuine and not have to immediately have to cover tracks and live up to somebody that you're not just let them know exactly who you are as a person and if you have to just give it to them bluntly like yeah this is how this is how I am, and if you accept it, you do. If you don't, then that's that's fine. At least I don't have to like live up to a persona that I've 
made myself on night one. Yeah. I mean, because how many times Pierre are, uh, you know, there's like almost a guilt, like, oh, do I have to date this girl? Because, you know, I, I took her home. Like, you know, are people going to be like, oh, well, you're not dating her, you know, like, but, but the other side of the coin is, you know, honesty is the best, is the best thing. I mean, you could honestly, I mean, I don't want to, but, you know, put you on the spot or anything, but like, if you said, hey, if you said, hey, girl, like, you know, we had fun and, you know, it, we had a great time, but um, we're not exclusive or anything like. Do you think best, do you think honesty, being like that honest is better than being like, oh, well, no, I love you, girl, and then going on to the next one? No, and that's where I feel like the, that's where we feel like we have to do that when a lot of times, probably more than we think, is much more aligned with our mentality of like, eh, we'll see, and if it didn't go great, if we had a good night, then I don't want that from you coming from the girl of like that false bullshit when they want to say that back to you be like, yeah, it was a good night, but you didn't make the cut. Yeah. Sorry. But I mean, we, that's it. And they have to, you know, just, just be like, eh, I understand. I understand. And then we take it hard upon ourselves of like, oh, I screwed that opportunity when you really didn't care about that opportunity initially. Like it just, it happened. And same thing it happened for her so it's just like can't you just let that be i mean if there was an easy way to be like hey understanding right like are we let's not make this shit weird like this happened this happened is that where it stays at or should we try and pursue this because obviously we communicated and we talked and we had a good night like are we going to let this one be like this where it lies or do does one person have to like be like, Oh no. Oh, great time. Like you should talk more, even though the other person is like, fuck, I hope I don't talk to this guy again. Yeah. Even though he's building up that, like, Oh, I have to talk to her like that. It's just a, it's just a weird sense of where I think. Us yeah, guys it's like a pleasing. Yeah, we get way more shit for it, though. We yeah. get a lot of shit for it because there's, I mean, plenty. They lead plenty. on. Girls lead on. They, there are plenty of. Uh, yeah. I mean, cool. I'm talking like probably one to one ratio. Yeah. It probably goes uh, both ways, all right? Oh. Of, yes. Of girls with the same mindset of just like, eh, I just want to go out and have fun and. Boom, and that's it. And I don't want to talk to you tomorrow. And that's completely what they're about. But yep. our mentality is just like, uh, eh, well, now we got to entertain this fact. Yeah. And, and like, well, how you doing? How was your morning? Like, yep. when you treated me like a bigger piece of meat than I treated you. Like, yeah. you've been, you've been a, a bitch to me all night. And right. then still now, I'm, now I'm the asshole for it. Yeah. I, I honestly, yeah, yeah. I think uh, where where that is, I think where it could stop. Like if if girl, you know, because girls, like you're saying, uh, you know, they lead dudes on a lot, right? So I think honesty and just being know where each other stood 
would solve a lot of problems, right? Like if 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 you're saying like, hey, you know, it kind of is what it is, you know, I don't know where it's gonna go, but uh, we can kind of you know do our thing and then, yeah, figure it out. But like a lot of girls will be like, oh yeah, you know, you're so cool, you're so funny, and they'll take gifts from guys or take you know free free shit or you know flowers or dinners or. I'm just going on this guy, but you know, he asked me on a date. I don't really think he's cool, but you know, I just, I'll go and, and see what it's about and I'll eat some free food. But and I know, I know I might gotta, feel a little shade on that way, right? But I'm, let me go on the you other side of the coin. Goes both ways. Oh, yeah. Let me get to the other side of the coin, right? Is, you know, there's a lot of dudes who just are just like, oh, well, let me just holler at this girl, you know, let me just take her home, you know, and, and yeah, I don't give a fuck about her. And then, you know, on to the next one. I mean, it goes both ways, 100%. But that's where I think honesty would be a huge thing if everyone was just like, hey, I'm not looking for shit. I'm just, you know, ready to get it. Or if you're just like, hey, you know, I just want some good conversation. I'm not looking for anything. I'm at a dinner with you. If you want to pay, cool. If not, we can go Dutch. Whatever, but probably not a thing. Guys, be careful. But, like, I think honesty would be better that way, right? And, I mean, let's be right. honest all together, right, guys? Like, let's be honest. It, it's never a perfect world. But, you know, we could always try to be a little better. And, I mean, there's, there, at the end of the day, there's going to be extreme this way and extreme that way in the dating. It is what it is, right, Pete? Yeah, but it always tends to teeter totter back towards our our side of things, <laughs> our spectrum of it's, it's it's a guy's responsibility to take a oh, date and do this, this, doors. and this. And yeah. Open doors, we pay for dinner. Yeah, and 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 we'll respect that and and, <laughs> and value that, and we'll take those into new dating scenarios. And on the opposite end. So will they, they'll take that as a catering service. Like yep, those, that's what's expected, but fucking watch out because it's, it's not a perfect world. And there are just as many maniacal women as there are men. Like true. 100%. Don't yep. fucking get it twisted. Like you owe this to them. Yep. They'll, per, they'll portray it. Take advantage. I think the stigmas is what really hurt. Like, like what a girl's supposed to do, what a guy's supposed to do, and then what they, what's acceptable as a guy, what's acceptable as a girl. I think like the stigmas are really like get convoluted with like that whole mentality because, you know, a guy sleeps with a bunch of girls. Dude, he's a baller, right? With his boys. A girl sleeps with a bunch of girl or a bunch of guys and she's a whore, right? Like, and I think that there's a lot of if you know what you if you know what you want and you're honest with what you want and you're honest to the people that you're pursuing, then like this is what I want. Kind of like what you were saying, Brad. Like, if you're just honest with the situation, it's okay to just like, look, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm ready to have a good time to, you know, keep it simple, keep it what light. I'm not saying that means like one night stands or all that, but like, if you're just honest with what you want, 
maybe maybe it changes by the way you know maybe it changes but if you're just honest with what you want and you stick to it and you're upfront with it with your person that you're pursuing other, it with other then, girls yeah and, and i think that's the only thing you could do and, and that's what you said brad is like as long as you're honest and then and someone gets mad at you for being honest and not changing your ways okay well then we're just this is maybe the time to part ways right like you might want more and i might want less or i want i or vice versa and like you just kind of go with it so yeah and i mean this is you know back in the day but let me just touch on that like uh you know there was a time in my life where i was like you know i, I like you but i really didn't like her and i started hitting on another girl it kind of blew up she's like oh you just hitting on another girl you know, bad move. But then I was like, okay, well, what if I'm like, hey, you know, you're cool, but I don't really want to date, you know, just you. Like, I want to have fun, you know, and then I was open. And then, you know, I like uh, went on a couple dates with a couple other girls. And then that girl wasn't really that mad. Like, Maybe because she thought she couldn't be or whatever, but nah, it w- nah, it's because she was doing it behind <laughs> the scenes without you letting her know. Right, and, that's, and that's it, you know, it, yeah, and it could be. I mean, it, it definitely goes both ways, and like, it, it's a weird thing. But at least, like, you're like, hey, you know, I'm honest with you. Like, what are you mad about? If they're mad, but if you're like, if they get mad at you and you have that guilty conscience, like, oh well, fuck yeah, I told you that you're the best, and I'm dating this other girl. I mean, that's definitely not the way to go. Or you can be like, no, listen, I told you what was up. We're good. And I mean, to be straight up honest, like the dating world is going to be this way, that way. And, and, you know, I mean, there's a difference between a shitty lock and a master key, you know, like, (laughs) you know, if you guys know what I'm saying, you know, like (laughs) master key opens many locks and shitty lock gets opened by every lock. I mean, yeah. That's that Basically is a trip, and I mean, honestly, I mean, as shitty as it is, fellas, ladies, whoever's listening, is that as a girl, when guys have to do all the work to hit on you and take you out and do all these things, we have to do all the work, so it's easy for you to say no. So that's why there's a difference between you, like, guys, you know getting with a lot of girls and girls get with a lot of dudes. That's why guys are, Oh, he's the man and girls. Oh, he's, she's a whore. Unfortunately, guys have to do all the work. So, you know, we get kind of in that gray area where we're like, okay, well guys did all these work on you. And then you were just doing it for everyone when, yeah, when it's, it's a little looked less upon from a dude where he did all that work. Yeah. You did a lot of work. So, you know, you can't be mad at the dude for opening a lot of locks. But if your lock gets open by every shitty key, then yeah, you might be like, well, you know, I was just shitty I'm lock. gonna get a new lock. <laughs> I'm gonna get a new lock, or you know, a less it's used lock. My shit. <laughs> you know, as shitty as that is, and, and I know it sounds harsh, but it kind of is what it is, and that's kind of the world that we're in right now. And not saying it can't change, or or that my view is wrong, but that's just you know, kind of where I'm at, and that's where I've what I've kind of viewed things at as my 33 years of living so you know i don't know if you guys want to comment on that or 
you know, get to, we could definitely change to what, what I think guys could do better, you know, on more than hitting on girls and be like, oh, what's your Snapchat? What's your Instagram DM? Because that's lame. So you guys steer, let me know. All right. Well, I just got to say, I wish I could touch on both of those topics, but I do have to sign off. I got to go uh, sign into work and get some stuff done. So I think well, I'm going to have to leave you all to it to talk about those. It is that time. really wish I could talk about the Snapchat stuff. That's kind of crazy to me, but I just got to get going, guys. Nah, you're good. Ah, Timbo. All right. Appreciate it, bro. Yep. Later, guys. Later. Later. Well, fellas, comments, questions, I mean. And then where are we at? We're at 11, 12 p.m. Yeah, that's true. But, all right, so I guess what I'm saying is, uh, I don't know. I, I, we don't have to dive too much into it. You know, we've kind of hit on a lot of things. I mean, girls should be, in my mind, and it probably wouldn't hurt for society if, you know, you, you went after a little bit. Go after what you want. Go hit on some dudes. It'll be easier for you. It's definitely in your best interest. Um, You know, we definitely don't want to be, you know, too hard on the guys or girls. But at the end of the day, go after what you want if you want. You're a girl and you want the guy, go hit on him. Or if you're a dude, go hit on the girl. Don't be shy. Go sit in the corner. You know. A big a big thing is like a, a girl confidence and that has lead and is very not direct, like taking your masculinity away from you, but is there to present ideas and like guide you and then give you a role of like you're backing them up. Like I got the big role in it. Like you have the idea and I'll get it done. I'll get it done. I'll be the, allow me to feel the testosterone. Allow me to make me think this is like, like me, but don't, I mean, don't be completely submissive because that is probably one of the least attractive things is to be just like, oh, I'll do whatever you want. I'll do whatever you want. Because that is only allows you to have a fully controlling person come into your life. And if you're a person that doesn't want that, then it's just like, I don't want that at all. Like that is actually like the last thing I want. But why would you want that? You're leaving yourself open for prey. Like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, whatever you want, whatever you want. I just, I just need somebody in my life. And then that's that's not that's not a good look. But there's nothing more attractive to me than when me. I'm just gonna put my wife out there because I mean that's my lady, and the way we balance each other so well that I know my role. I know I'm the the one that's gonna get shit done, but. When she comes in with ideas, she can override me and make me feel like, yeah, you've you've got me under your control. Because what does it mean though to like get shit done? Like, 
can you elaborate on that? Like what that means? Cause that can be very broad in the household, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's something that she can envision, but she needs a man to do it. If she didn't need a man to do it, she could probably do it herself, but she passes that torch to me to be like, Hey, I need a man to do it. And so it lets me fill that man role just to feed my testosterone and feel that. But what is it? What is it? So give me an example of that. And then are there not instances where you rely on her to get shit done right in the household? Oh, of course I, I rely on all sorts of shit for her to get done, but she's not going to lift a fucking heavy object. She's not going to be like, Oh, well, I just decided to do this. So I just took it upon myself to, you know, take on this heavy ass lifting role and do this. She lets me know that she needs that done. And so I do it just because that's where it allows me small roles. Like, Oh, I need you to help me get this in the oven because I can't hold this with my one hand and do it. It's like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And it's just like, Oh, how do you do that? It's like, well, because I'm a man, baby. That's how. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's. I mean, like, I think I think when you take everything that it takes to run a household, right, with kids or without kids, I think the idea of getting shit done is very broad and that we get stuck in. And, and I could be 100 percent wrong. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm hearing that getting shit done is what the man does and like the heavy lifting and the shit the woman can't do. But there is a ton of stuff that my wife does or that I see done in households that I am terrible at. And, and, and I, and I can, I can give you a dozen examples and, and areas I know I need to be better at. And, and I think, um, I think it's something just, not to call you out, but like when we say getting shit done, I think that's a very broad spectrum and we shouldn't say that the men are getting shit done, right? We're saying that to run this household, to run this family with or without kids, like no one person can do it by themselves. And, you know, um, my wife is far more organized and skillful at planning and, 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 you know, scheduling things out. And I'm like, I try so hard to get better at it and I'm slowly getting there, but um, there are areas that used to always be on me and always be on her. And we've realized for our own sanity and, and for our own break, like I get tired of doing the same shit every week, every month, every year. And she was too. So we're like, okay, how do we bridge that gap? Right. How do we, you take a little off my plate. I take a little off your plate. I learn a few more things. You learn a few more things so that we can like be even a better team. And I think that's important with relationships is there will always be societal norms. And there's some couples that rely they're they're more old, I'll say old school, right? Like I had a boss recently was like I'm going to do everything I possibly can in sales so that my wife never has to work. So she can take care of the kids, take care of the home. My wife if I made $5 million a year, she would still want to work. Like she still wants to have 
that presence. Like she couldn't just sit at home and like whatever. So like, I think that there's different ranges of like what people expect. And I think if you, you find that perfect person for you, right. That compliments you and your wants and your needs and their wants and their needs. So I'm not trying to dog anybody right in the fight because there, I have friends my own age that are like, dude, I, I wanted to be a stay at home mom. And I have other people that are like, dude, I never wanted to be anything other than someone I can support myself, whether I got married or not, male or female, you name it. So there's always going to be those. My whole point is there's always going to be societal norms that we can't overcome. Right. But I think that one of the things that we have to kind of like be more open about is like those sorts of terms that the guy's the one that gets shit done when that's true on one aspect, but then the wife gets shit done too. It's just a different or similar kind of way. Let me step in real quick with, um, I mean, if if you talk to the girl though, and she's like, I, you know, I get shit done. Yeah. I mean, there will always be certain gender roles because that's what males, you know, drift towards and what females do. The females are natural nurturers. They're going to feed, you know, do more of like less labor stuff. Not all of them, but they just tend to do more stuff like that. Like, you know, laundry or dishes, right? Men toward to be like, oh, let me mow the lawn. Let me get on the grill. Let me build you a deck. I mean, that's just what it is, right? Like, it's not everyone. I'm not putting everyone in the same category because that's not the same. But like, generally, yeah. That's why there are gender roles and that's why there's social norms. Because it's the norm. Yeah, there's outliers. But for the general, I mean, that's why there's stereotypes. And that's why there's, you know, gender roles. Like, so so it, I was saying societal norms. Yeah, and, that, and that, gender roles. It's the same saying, type of thing, though. I was saying is very similar thing that society deems women do this, men do that. There will always be that no matter what, no matter what, to your point, like I am stronger than my wife. Like we both go to the gym at the same time. We both work out together. Because you're male. But she knows that, well, I don't go to the gym because I'm male. I go to the gym. No, you're stronger because you're male. But what I'm saying is to pee your point, not to like, I didn't mean to come off like hard on you, but yes, generally speaking, Men are are stronger than women. There are women yeah. out there that are stronger than me. Don't get me wrong. You ain't got a backtrack, buddy. You're good. Keep going. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that there are those societal norms, and I'm 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 100 agreeing with that. That mm-hmm. like there will always be there. There are still old school people younger than me that like my wife will never work. She'll take care of the family. Her job is to take care of the house and the family. Right. Well, that's fine. Right. If you that say, you say that, that's fine. societal norms. I just say general. Same thing. Exactly what I said. <laughs> right? Exactly what I said is you call it generals. I call it societal norms, yeah. whatever. We're agreeing in that respect. And yes. what I'm saying is there are the far left, the far right and everywhere in between. My whole thing is you find that person that compliments you for your lifestyle and what you want. Like I said, there are people my age that are like, I want to find a lady that wants to take care of her kids in her house. I take care of the bills and the finances. She runs this business, which is our household. I run the business of making money. There's nothing wrong with that. 
if that's what you find in your life. But if you find someone who doesn't want that and you try to force that upon them is when you're going to have issues in your relationship. All I'm saying is you find the one there's nobody, nobody's perfect. I grew up when I was, when I was in college and I met my wife, I'm like, look, we're not going to be perfect people, but we want to be perfect for each other. What I want, what you want needs to like meet somewhere in the middle. Right. And there's, there's, Again, mm-hmm. even in our relationship, which I feel is fairly in the middle-ish range, there are still things that she expects me to do, I expect her to do, or she's better at, I should probably say, or I'm better at, and they are gender or societal kind of situations. So I just, my whole thing is like, dude, just find find someone that meets your needs and and then on the male and female side, find someone who meets your needs. Cause I, I, I grew up, I had a girl that I'm still friends with from grade school. She always wanted to be a stay at home mom. And she is now because she found someone who wanted a stay at home wife to raise their kids. And she wanted to raise their kids and they're, they're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like, just find that, that compliment, like talk about those, th- those things when you're dating, talk about like, if you get to that point where like, this could be the one talk about those things. Because you yes. don't want to not talk about them, get married, and find out we're on two completely wavelengths on how to raise a family. Yeah, it could be Your LDS and you could be Catholic. And... Yeah, or LDS. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, so, but, that, but that's that, my whole thing. Like, I'm I'm in agreement with you guys. I'm just saying, like, it's very very important because well, that that's where your point came into perspective is because that's where I got married with my wife and we figured that we knew each other really well and we had to figure those things out because she came from a very LDS background. And so her like not, natural not role, LSD, not LSD, LDS, no. but she came from that role of a uh, very, I oh, want to know her. I, wanna... I know her. Really? LDS family is very small. All right. Oh, I had tiny, tiny penis, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, <laughs> It, it was a, it was a very uh, we are notorious for tiny. We, we had to learn we had to learn that in our marriage, and that's where bumps in the road came because I come from a very different background, and it's not like a oh man man expects to do this, woman has to do this, but because I didn't come from a religious background, and she did, she thought that was her role. And so she would take on that role. And I didn't expect that from yeah, her. It's and very then, big in religion, huh? Very big. And when she when she felt like she failed that role, it wasn't like a let me know because she didn't want to let me know. And I had no idea. Like I didn't feel like she was failing in that role. But she took it upon herself to feel like she was letting me down. And so a lot of things were just like a building up with her and I was just like, what is like going on? Like I'm, I'm doing fine. I thought we were doing fine. And she's like, oh, I'm letting you down, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I don't see it that way. And it, it took a long time to, to break that, that mentality over it. So I feel like the way that you might have interpreted what I was saying came off like a very man does this woman does this, which was, not at all what I was saying because I, I'm very ag- not against that, but I have a different mindset because 
just of how many conversations that we've we've had throughout our marriage that yeah. have changed the dynamic on how I feel like the roles go into play. Like there's there's not that. There's no, not like a, no, a and that, well, that's why I tried to bridge the gap because I see what you were saying and also see what Bug was saying. Like, yeah, you try to pick your partner the best you can be, and you got to be open and honest. And yeah, if they hate doing dishes, yeah, you got to pick up the slack as a dude. Or you know, if you hate doing the lawn, yeah, they might have to mow the some bitch. Like, you know, figure out what your, you know, your partner doesn't like, and and that's all about being a team. You know, that's just yeah. marriage, yeah. right? That's just that, marriage one on one. Right. And that's why I, I wasn't, again, I wasn't trying to, I was trying to challenge you if, yeah. if the thought process, but I wanted to expose the fact that it is okay for a guy to want to provide for his family. It's also it, okay for a woman to yeah. want to provide. But if you have a, a wife or a significant other that enjoys or wants or yearns for raising a family and taking care of a household, aka old school ways that's okay too or you want anything in the middle my right. only thing is i wanted to dig deeper pee into what you were saying because i wasn't I, I never doubted that like it wasn't something you guys came together and this is how it works for us right i think how the message how the message came across to maybe listeners might have came off a little different right and i just wanted to dive deeper into that because again i my whole thing it's is we're never I don't I don't foresee us ever getting away from societal norms, gender roles, you name it. No. It's I think in, the it's biggest thing in is, us. The biggest thing is you you know what you want and it's okay to pursue, pursue what complements that. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Like again, my wife and I are very like you take far left, far right, everything in the middle. We're like kind of like teetering on both ends because there's some mm -hmm. things like she likes to help me cut the grass now. Like we have a big enough yard. She's like, Hey, you take the front. I'll take the back. Like we got this, like that whole thing. But then Teamwork. some days, like when she's cooking and I'm not grilling or she's not grilling an hour and hour. That's too cooking. much of a man well, then, roll, buddy. The, the other person does the dishes. The other person does this. Like, it's just like one of those things like, Hey, you tackle this. I'll tackle that. And yeah. you just knock it out together. Right. No, Whereas yeah. other households are, it should be, Hey, you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. If you just help me take care of the kids in the house, I'll provide everything else. Yeah. Right. And that, that I'm saying that's fine too. Like if that's what you guys want, go for what you want. Just, you know, have those yeah. conversations is what I'm saying. Not like well, on date one, but maybe like, you I know, know that's, you're, that's, that's why I've, I've pretty much like, I've, I've let you talk the entire time. I haven't said a word until, you know, Brad started talking. And I, I, I said one sentence. So, from what I said, you were explaining yourself the entire time and almost just like trying to backtrack what you thought I was taking it as. And I didn't take it offensively. So I'll start there and just say, I, I'm, you don't have to feel like you're defending your point of view or anything or have to explain something to me because I'm very much like understanding because I went through multiple aspects of getting to know my wife loving my wife, knowing what she needs, knowing what I need. Like that's, that's marriage though. I mean, we, we took that in together and we came to a common ground of what, where we needed to, to stand and we're at a great place and we understand, Hey, this is, I mean, not to 
label like man this is my manly duty this womanly duty this is what this is what i know that you don't like to do so i do this this is what i don't like to do so you do this that's where it gets distributed on like a we've came to common ground and we've understood what how to make this engine go like it's this engine doesn't go if i make you mow the lawn this you hate that shit so bad so and i don't mind it so i'll do it but i hate this shit so you know do this because you don't mind it and we 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 figure it out and we slowly come to terms of like and it's almost like a an understanding but not an expectation it's general it's gender it's gender roles right Essentially, I mean, like, is, you can put it that way. There's, there's a stigma around it, which I don't like, right? Like, exactly what you're saying. People just tend to, like, males tend to do these certain things, and females start to turn to do these certain things. It's just kind of the way it is, right? That's not bad. It's not a bad like, thing. That's what I'm saying. There's a stigma around it. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, you know, nothing against, you know, you you know, or this conversation we're having, but I just don't like the fact that we have to justify what we're saying. Like, we can't just say like, hey, I like to mow the lawn and my wife likes to do the dishes. Like, we have to justify that now, which I think is kind of garbage because in, in the, in the, you know, at the end of it, there's gender roles. There is. Whether that's, I'll do the hard, the hard physical shit because that's what my body is accustomed to. I'm okay with doing that. Yours is not. Yours is to the tedious, you know, little stuff that drives me nuts and I don't want to do. And so we come to an agreement and that's what happens. Like I have no problem beating my body up and doing this stuff because that's as a man, that's what I'm used to doing and I'm fine with it. And yeah, I'm not going to say it doesn't suck because it does. And it, I don't, I don't want to do it, but you don't want to do laundry. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Like, I get it. Right. But I certainly don't want to do that. I would rather do something that is more physical. My body up. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm accustomed to that. I'll do that. Because that's what I would rather do than have to deal with this. But also, if we swapped roles, yeah. Then and you're you're doing the physical shit and I'm doing the TD shit. It'd be out of place. It would feel like fuck. It would feel different. It'd feel like oh yep. my god, like why why am I doing this? And I'd be sitting yep. in here and be like I don't even know the fucking difference between what I'm supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do here. I know what I'm supposed to do there, and that's to get this fucking grass gone, cut it. Bag it, put it in the trash. That's yeah. what I'm good at. I can physically do that and have no problem. I it have less ramifications for me doing it than you doing it. So that's what I'm doing. Right. I mean, there's you know, me and my wife, she'll be like, Hey, I'll do the inside if you do the outside of the house. You know, a lot of the time, right? Hello. But that doesn't mean that I don't do the dishes or I don't do laundry. Also, what exactly it, right? I do the dishes plenty. I do the, but what also what people don't talk about, right? They just want to get too caught up in the shit, which I really want to talk about for just a second is like, I don't mind not having the, you know, laundry done. 
you know, I don't mind, you know, if I have to wear the same pair of pants like two days in a row. I don't mind, you know, if I have to swap through my shirts and I don't have this perfect outfit ready. Dudes don't care as much. Girls care. So, yeah, they tend to do laundry more, right? Because they want that new outfit. They want clean this, clean that. When dudes are like, well, I got to go to work again in the same dirty building. I'm going to, you know, put on the same dirty pants and before I dirty the next one. Like, they just don't care as much. You know, or we'll put three dishes in the sink and dudes will be like, I don't care when girls are more likely to be like, well, I don't like dishes in the sink. Let's let's do the, you know, let's put them in the dishwasher. Let's run it. And yeah, again, I hate explaining myself, but yeah, it's not every single motherfucking girl. I fucking get it. But at the same time, that's just the way that things tend to roll and they tend to lean that way. So that's. You know, that tends to be the norm because that's the way things swing. That's all I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, I don't mind if dirt, clothes are dirty. Girls tend to mind if things are dirty more, whether that be dishes or laundry or the floors. That's why they'll tend to vacuum more when I don't give a fuck if the floor is dirty. I'll, be like, I'll get to it this weekend. Like, no, I need done now. Okay. It's, well, then, it's almost, like, unfathomable, like... How can you not care about this? Yeah. I just don't. So then they yeah. do it, and then we're like, okay, well, I'll take the trash out. I will do the lawn. I'll, you know, do whatever. And that's it. That's why they're gender rules. Gender rules. I mean, they don't happen for no reason. It's just the way things sway. I mean, yeah, we're at a weird time in our lives where, you know, things are a little mixed right now, and, and we don't know which way is up or down or left or right or them, they, or theirs or unicorns or whatever like yeah i get it <clears throat> things are complicated but that doesn't mean that there still aren't the norms out there or you know same things happen it's okay to have preferences it's okay yeah. to have preferences at the end of the day like what well, you're saying buck at the end of the day if you want to hear some real truth people what worrying about this stupid shit which that is stupid shit to me it comes down to the end of the day, it comes down to teamwork because marriage is one of the hardest motherfucking things you're ever going to go through. It's hard. You're going to have ups and downs. It doesn't matter who mows the lawn or does the dishes at the end of the motherfucking day. It matters who shows up and who's there and who's going to be there for each other and who's going to work, you know, to work as a team and not bully one another or never be there. Like at the end of the day, it comes down to fucking teamwork and, and we're, not, we're so worried about this societal norms and all this bullshit. We're just basically bickering and causing problems that aren't really necessary in my mind. Because in my mind, there's so many more important things in life like marriage and being there for your partner. And, you know, like, hey, if you're feeling sick, guess what? I'm going to do the dishes. I'm going to do the laundry. I'm going to sweep the floors because you're sick. It's about picking each other up. When, you know, when somebody's down, you pick up their slack. And to me, that's what fucking marriage is. And that's why I don't like any of the garbage. To me, none of, you know, half the shit we're talking about, it's irrelevant, you know? Because... Well, and, 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 yeah, and, and, and I want to say too, P, I apologize for not giving you, like, the chance to explain. I, I, I had a feeling there was... I only dug into that because I felt like it was going to open the conversation up, which I think it did. But I, I, I never want to, like feel like anybody's pinned in a corner or anything like that. So I appreciate you explaining that side of it. And I kind of assume that as it was. And my whole thing is there are 
hundreds of things like even before you have kids that a house needs to run right and then you have kids mm-hmm. and then there's another a thousand things that are in the works that that take place and i think brad said it very well but at the end of the day one of the things that i hate and there was a there was a wait point i said it well home. you repeat that one more time <laughs> yeah he, you said it well because there 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 was a point yeah. in my wife and I's relationship where we like dude we're like we're like tallying up what we're doing like we got to just like kind of fucking move on past that because here's the thing you could take January 1st through 7th and January I do 6 I, I do <laughs> 70% of the house shit you do 30% then the next week you do 90% and I do 10% and the following week I do, you know, and you could, you could try to calculate it to the T over the course of a full year. But I promise anybody listening, if you're sharing a life with someone with or without kids, there is, it is impossible to calculate who's doing more. What you have to do is just look at the grand scheme of things and make sure that someone's capacity is not overloaded because someone might have a higher emotional capacity Someone else might have a higher physical capacity, but as long as you're talking to your partner and you're making sure they're not overwhelmed, then you're going to win. Because I can team. tell you this right now, as a team, as a team, that's a, that's the biggest point. Because yes. there are times when my wife needs me to be both bigger in, in emotional and physical capacity. And there's times I need her to be the reverse but if you're not talking, like you're going to fucking fail. I swear. Me and my wife, I'm, I'm going to be full disclosure. We've had some rough times in the past year, two years, whatever. Like COVID, you could, you could blame whatever you want to blame. But at the end of the day, it comes out of communication. And the better we, we got back on track with communicating. And I know when she's at her wit's end. I know when she's like struggling. And it could be just mentally. It could be physically. It could be emotionally. It could be all three one or two of the other, like it doesn't matter. But if you're not talking, you're not going to know where your partner's at. And that's when I decide, okay, I have a little bit of room to take on more of the, the, the stuff with the kids or dude, I, I just can't cut the grass this week. I'm just like fucking burnt out and she'll take that on. So like, just take it, take it for what it's worth. You're never, don't treat it like an equation in regards to like, I'm, I have the spreadsheet where I'm like, I did this this week. She did that this week. I did this this week that you're going to fail. Like just, just treat it as truly a team. Like Brad said, definitely just don't pick each that. other up, pick each other up where mm-hmm. you know, the other one's feeling down yeah. because you're going to be super, super, super motivated to like fucking clean the house and purge the shit you don't want. And the other person would be like, dude, I don't care about that at all. Like you two were saying, Brad and P like, I'll do the floors this weekend or I'll do this later. Like it's not on my priority list. You just have to like compliment it. You just have to talk and figure out what your priority is for that day, that week, that month, and make sure that the other person is picking up where you can't pull. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And you nailed it. And yeah, the only reason to get heated is because, you know, I listened a little on the internet and media and stuff, and I feel like it's so skewed one way or the other, or like, oh, you can't say this, or, oh, well, you're looking down upon the other person. When, to me, it it only upsets me because I'm like, everybody's looking at the wrong points. 
Like, it's not even about that. And that's what I was trying to say. And I think that's what you were, you know, elaborating on what I was saying is sure. it's not even about that, about keeping score or like, oh, my gender role is this or about that. It's like about being a team at the end of the day. And if you want your marriage to be successful, that's what it's about. It's about, yeah, maybe my wife does more dishes than I do. Cool. That's what she tends to do more. That's what she wants to do more. Or that's what she feels like needs to be done more. Otherwise, she wouldn't do them. And I don't feel like they need to be done more, so I don't do them. But I feel like, you know, the floors need to be swept more, so I will do them more than she does. Or whatever, right? That might, Whatever's typical, not typical. It doesn't matter. It's what your significant other wants to do and you want to do and then you work as a team to get everything done so you can you know accomplish things as a team and then you work on work kids if you have them or relationship or going out to dinner but if your house is a mess you know your life bought me a mess so you got to figure out how to you know figure out how to do that and at the end of the day if you want to do anything other than just go to work and come home and whatever, then you're going to have to figure out how to clean your house, how to set goals, how to work as a team, how to prioritize debt and, you know, bills and everything to make sure you have some other, in whatever the case is, like, at the end of the day, you got to work together. And that's all I'm trying to say is it's not about who's doing what, like you're saying, Bug and, and P, like, oh, I'm doing this. Well, yeah, maybe I like to mow the lawn more. You know, it doesn't mean my wife has never mowed the lawn. You know, like, but I, I'll always use, you know, what we're all kind of saying is, yeah, there's certain gender roles that typically do things more than the other, but that doesn't mean that the other one doesn't pick you up their slack. Over. Yeah, you cross pick, over, yeah. That's a must, though. You pick up the other person's slack when they're sick in bed or when they're not feeling it, when they're feeling down, you pick them up. And yeah. that's what you do as a husband or a wife. You pick up the other person. You, that's you all that matters. Things, you do things you don't want to do because you care about that person. Exactly. And and it's fine. Like again, I didn't mean to come off on the wrong foot there, P, but I think I think we're in agreement at the at the grand scheme of things. It's just one of those things where like you dude, you 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 pick the partner you have because you complement each other, right? And they picked you for the same reason. And yeah, there's going to be bumps in the road. They're still learning. I'm, shoot, I've been married. I'll be married ten years next year, and we're still learning about each other, right? And the whole grand Congrats, scheme of buddy. things is thank you. And the whole thing, it's like if you don't try to work together as a team, like you're never going to continue the journey. And and again, I I do believe societal norms, gender roles, whatever you want to call it, is still going to be present. But also, some of that just comes down to what you prefer and what you want to do. Yeah. Um, right. You know, so Honor. so live with that, rock with it, and then, you know, go from there. Oh, 100%. You know, and, th and that's where, you know, where we might disagree on some things, where we, you know, might agree. Like, I don't know. I think, I think at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't like things about media and all that and i feel like uh you know we're torn apart from the inside i don't like certain things which is you know things are skewed to, to to pit us against each other and i really don't like that you know whether it's 
Democrat, Republican, male, female, black, white, whatever it is. I feel like a lot of things are skewed to pit us against each other. So we just, you know, instead of figuring out how life works and how to make some money and live happy, we're just so worried about stupid shit, which upsets me. But that's also why we do this shit to be like, hey, no, that's not what it's really about. You know, we're really here to pick each other up when they're down, really to have a good time and you know, when your buddy or your wife or whoever is going through some shit, be there for them. Pick them up. And then when you're having a downtime, they do the same for you. And, and you know, that's how you know true people are there for you. And, you know, that's honestly what life's about. Not, oh, who's doing this or doing that or whatever. Like, just do you and figure things out as you go. But be any... Uh, you know, final thoughts, me and Buck kind of been battling, you know, not battling, but we've kind of been chatting here. What are your final thoughts about this? Uh, just kind of, uh, kind of touching on what Bug was saying. Um, if you don't work as a team, you'll fail as individuals. Like, that's a whole thing on just team aspect. Like, if you don't work together, then you'll fall apart and start looking at it differently. Like you're looking at what this person did do or looking at the opposite side, what this person didn't do. Didn't do for you. Yeah, exactly. What, or even in the grand scheme of things of things that are falling apart, it's a finger pointing. Yep. And if you were fully invested as a team then there's nowhere to point fingers other than ourselves as a unit and that's okay because as long as it's not you pointing the finger at someone else or the other person pointing at you as long as you can just point the finger at themselves and at yourselves and learn from the mistake then you can grow as a team like as long as it's just fully that way and it, it it's funny because it I feel like that comes with time and experience and life lessons where you actually start to genuinely understand what that means and how to how to take that on because your natural defense mechanism is pointing a finger someone else like if only this didn't happen you look at circumstances and be like, well, if this didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened. Like, well, no, you could have taken control from the first initiative. And I mean, I've, I've been through a lot of life. I've been through a lot of life in my young 33 years. And so I got a lot to say and a lot of input and a lot of advice and a lot of what not to do. Trust me, there's a lot of what not to do there. But I also have a, a lot of what I've learned from it. So I'll take what I have learned and roll with it and continue learning. And I don't want to be like a all-knowing type of person, but I just want to put it out there that I've I've made a lot of mistakes, but... I've learned from them. And even though I don't broadcast it and tell everybody 
the exact mistakes and what I've been through, I'm chugging along and I'm learning and I'm a lot better person than I was yesterday because of those mistakes. And I won't stop learning those lessons because it infatuates me. I, I, once you get a taste of getting better, you just want to keep getting better. I'm tired of being like, I hate the thought of how I was 10, five years ago. Like the five, five years ago, if I looked at myself in the mirror or if, if I were to see myself, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Are you dumb? Slept the shit out of you. No, you just didn't learn yet. And that's okay. You just didn't it's quite understand. Okay. It's okay. But now, but now you get it. You understand now, but you just have to understand lessons are going to come and they're going to be taught the hard way, but they're there for a reason. You learn those lessons for a reason. Yeah. And as many people don't want it to happen, you have to fail in life. You have to, you will fail. fail You have to. And the reason for it is to learn how to pick yourself back up and figure out things because you're going to learn so many lessons along the way. And, you know, I, I, you know, I don't want to say don't do this, don't do that. But, you know, one of the big things is like, you don't have to listen to the media. You don't have to listen to your neighbor in your ear, you know, telling you, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And it's wrong to think this way. You know, I, I think that we're built with a lot of, a you know, you know, sense of morality. Whether you know a lot of what's right is right and wrong is wrong. Not every little thing, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, you kind of get it. You know, that's why you feel bad when you do some things. I think some things are taught and some things aren't. But, you know, for for this conversation and everything we're kind of getting into is, like, just be the best you and, and pick yourself up after you fall and get up. And not everything's going to be right and... Yeah, well, if, if people are saying, well, you know, this is wrong to be like, oh, well, women should do the dishes and clean the house. Tell those people to fuck themselves because they're living in this fairy tale land and they're focused on the wrong problems. And the meanwhile, they're half the half the nation's pitting each other against each other when we should be more worried about, you know, how the person, the neighbor is doing when was the last time anyone's talked to their neighbor? And seeing how they're doing. Or we used to say, oh, go borrow a cup of sugar from your neighbor. Now it's like, oh, my neighbor's fucking, you know, he didn't mow his grass. Or, you know, what's he doing? Or, oh, can you believe him? His grass is growing long. Or, you know, he didn't take his trash out or whatever. Like, instead of being like, man, maybe he's going through some shit. Like, we're we're losing a lot of humanity, which sucks. And it's and it's turning so much more of like, oh, well, you know, the, the women don't. Yeah, well, sometimes the women don't want them fucking mow the lawn. So we do it. So grow up, people. At the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, you just pick up your slack of your significant, significant other. And you make shit happen. And you try to live life the best you can. 
Because life's fucking tough enough. I don't like the fact that the world tries to make things so much harder by the news or by certain rules or things set up by, you know, the government or whatever, or society. All these things like what you can and can't do or can and can't say. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm tired of it. You know, and I know I'm ranting a little bit here, but I'm just so tired of all the people. Oh, well, you can't say this. Bullshit, I can't. Check the First Amendment, folks. I say what I want. And if you don't like it, then don't listen. And that's all I have to say about it. If you don't like it, don't listen. If I don't like something, I change the channel. I don't go vote and petition to have it taken the fuck down. I ain't got enough time because I have enough time to take care of my family, pay my bills, and try to follow my dreams, which one of those is doing the podcast. I don't have time enough to worry about your dumbass, you know, posting stupid shit or whatever. And you motherfuckers shouldn't either. You shouldn't worry about what this dude's saying. Oh, we should take him down and blah, blah, blah. Let people crash and burn and let people say what they want to say. Because if at the end of the day, if people want to listen, cool. If they don't, then also cool. You know, like, I'm just I'm so tired of it, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Keep it doing on that, but, like... I've been trying to listen. Yeah, you know, listen. You know, I, seriously, though, on a real note, I'm, like, I'm just over the fact of all the stupid shit that people post about or talk about or our media covers. Like, we don't even talk about the real shit going on. Like, Hunter Biden laptop is a real thing. Nobody covers it. How Joe Biden is a moron. And how if you say anything bad, oh, we'll take him down. But you say anything bad about Trump, they'll fucking promote it. Number one, you raid his home. And meanwhile, Joe Biden can't even stand up straight on his bike. And yet he's our president making decisions for our entire country. And we can't hey, talk about it, you know. Like, here's here's what I gotta say to that. Like that that TikTok that I sent you, the what TikTok? What? Like how disconnected they are, and probably how peaceful their their lives are. Oh, hundred percent. Like they're peaceful. Now, they're like, oh man, is a man, woman is a woman, and they're peaceful. Now, now just work it into a mindset. Yeah, kind of like what we were saying, like you can allow something to consume you and influence your emotions to a certain point, but then there's that where they aren't even subjected to it, and they're just like, I didn't even know that was a real thing. Like it never crossed my mind at all, and it's what? Yeah, what? Stupid. Yeah, it's it. At the end of the day, it's dumb, and the reason why I say that, and I'm. I'm sure I'm, I get a lot of hate. I don't even give a fuck. You know, it is what it is. Like, we got but, fingers. Yeah, keep an eye on TikTok, by the way. Shit's coming out hot. But, you know, last statement. At the end of the day, we're all people, and we focus on the wrong shit. Like, if you want to dress like a girl, and you're, and you're a dude, and you want to be called this, go ahead. Just don't force the fact that the entire world has to bend to your rules and to say, oh, well, you have to do this and you have to do that. No, we don't. 
I don't, you don't have to bend to my rules. I don't have to bend to yours. That's the land of the free. We just, we're just who are who we are. If I like to play football, I'm going to play football. You don't have to like the fact that I play football. And you don't have to like the fact that I play chess or video games. I just do what I want to do. It has nothing to do with you. But if my friends, and if I'm, if I tell my friends, hey, dude, you know, call me this or, you know, I want to go by this. Cool. Then that's you between you and them. But to take the whole world and to have them bend to your will, you're not a king. You don't, you don't have any rule over us. You don't have any rule over science. Like at the end of the day, like nobody cares that much. Like, and people respect you. At the end of the day, like, talk to so many people. People are good fucking people. At the end of the day, people are men. At, you know, you know, they're shitty people. Granted, but they're good people. I meet them all over the world, and people don't care. They just don't like to be forced to to do what they're being told or have to do what they want to do. Right. So. Like, you don't, just don't make everyone do what you want them to do because it's not how the world works at the end of the day. And that's my two cents on that topic. That's all I got to say about that. So, well, let's raise a glass, Petey. Last two here, everyone signed off. Also, thanks for listening and uh, share it. Share it if you liked it. You know, like it, follow, share it to your boys, girls, whoever. Don't want to identify you in the wrong way. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that. Appreciate it.